அனைவருக்கும் காலை வணக்கம் இந்த சிறப்பான திட்டத்தை முழுமையாக வகுத்து செயல்பாட்டுக்கு கொண்டு வந்த மரியாதைக்குரிய முதன்மை அரசு முதன்மை செயலாளர் உதயச்சந்திரநாத் பாரதிதாசன் இன்ஸ்டியூட் ஆஃப் மேனேஜ்மெண்ட் முதல்வர் ப்ரொஃபஸர் வர்மா அவர்களே இங்கே பல தேர்வுகளை தாண்டி தேர்ந்தெடுக்கப்பட்ட சிறப்பான தேர்ட்டி ஃபெலோஸ் And since I see more than 30 people here, I assume it must be either your family or government staff. So, Ungulanai Varukkum, Inge Mudal Paratayum Valtayum Therivittu Therahe Vanakathe Therivittu Such programs are a very integral part of our philosophy. Since you are just getting started, maybe I'll take a few steps back and lay some groundwork for you. There is a difference between politics and administration or governance. Politics is about the way one envisions a society, assuming you have some core values. and based on those values you try and shape the dialogue shape the discussion in society about how the government should run how schemes should be devised how the money should be spent etc administration is a very different talent administration requires you to manage a large complex organization with many competing demands forces vectors and deliver results there have been instances where people have been brilliant at philosophy at cultural change at setting the mindset of a whole civilization we take periyar for example <clears throat> periyar was never interested in the kind of electoral politics that we see today in fact the greatest uh, reason for the divergence of first periyar and the justice party which he had joined after leaving congress and then later periyar and aringa ranna was exactly that that he felt that becoming an electric politics party and then going and running for election would dilute the message of socio cultural revolution that he was mostly interested in and he felt that the nature of electrical electoral politics would uh, weaken the character create all kinds of corruption in the uh, core philosophy and execution of that mindset and therefore he never wanted to be in electoral politics but ranana on the other hand had already experienced uh, a role in the justice party when it was in administration and like many in the justice party he realized that you can actually affect profound change 
if you have the electoral power and you can frame laws, you can frame schemes, you can frame the whole structure of society using the legislative power in a democracy. And even the Justice Party was not even a true democracy, it was only diarchy. It was a split uh, responsibility between the British and the Indian elected representatives. In the case of the Siranda because you say what you said, you do what you said you were going to do and you say Again, the next election comes based on what I have done. You tell me whether I should again get elected and do what I say I am going to do. In the Adipanel Patal, and I am not talking shallow things like, uh, you know, this campaign promise or something like that. I am talking about core values. Suya Mariyadai, Samuha Nidhi, Purladara Nyayam, Elorukum Elam. Those values must come through in everything you do. And the core ideology continuation irindal from outside government to inside government, then you will find people much more willing and much more receptive to take inputs from others. We just roped in so many members of society into every department, every function, every uh, administrative role because we want to get the best ideas from everybody and because we are Democrats at heart. The chances are A, that it will be a better outcome, whatever that is, a law or a scheme or an allocation of funds, and that it will be better accepted by the people because some members of the society have had some input into it rather than just government servants and elected representatives. So, you take my own departments. Finance department, we got first a bunch of global economists of very great repute, far better than the average quality of the government of India's economic advisors we have for Tamil Nadu. We didn't stop there. For the correction of audit, we put in a separate team. For the management of litigation risk, we put in a separate team. And in many of these teams, there are uh, maybe even disproportionate representation of Brahmins. So sometimes we got a, a pushback. There are you know significant over representation of Brahmins. There's a distinction between providing livelihoods, providing opportunity, providing um, justice. 
in terms of reservations and seeking advice. When I seek advice, I don't really look at whether they're white or brown or pink or you know any other distinction or any community. Yarlam, Siranda, Nimunurgal, Yetnave, Sail Partil, Illa, Arachil, Kamchatangla. Angutendu, we are only taking input, we are not taking direction.
So such programs that let the young have a hand in shaping their own future and the generations to come after them are also very important and break the traditional boundaries of the power structure of any society. For these reasons, I think you are in a really uh, great place at a great time. We, in our government, pride ourselves in some very different values than what some other governments or some other parties pride themselves. We are not strident about any religion. We are not strident about strength itself. We don't say we are the strongest in the world, we are the best in the world, we are the you know, most ardent followers in the world. No. Our values arising from self-respect, arising from social justice, are first about compassion. The yardstick for measuring, is it compassionate, is it inclusive, does it face issues with humanity, empathy. To me, these are much, much more powerful attributes than anybody saying they're a strong man and this size and that size. You know, I can pay somebody to be a bodybuilder and be a strong man. Doesn't mean anything. Even Hitler was a strong man. What did he do for us, for the world, for our history? So our core value in execution on a daily basis is compassion, is empathy, humanity. And you only prove the value of that if you have the second attribute, which is competence. And there's a very strong correlation, let's be clear. Those who think they're that smart, those who think they know everything, those who think they're only dealing from strength, those who therefore don't show empathy, they don't show inclusion, are doomed to fail. It's a truism. There is no dictatorship, there is no authoritarian regime that has lasted any real length of time in the history of the world. Adhanal, what I want you to think about as you go through your two years is we are here on our values and we pride ourselves in every day applying those values as we function as an administration. The immediate personification or uruvam of our values is core empathy, humanity, compassion in dealing with people. There are so many cliches, there are so many conventional wisdoms. RSL politics is full of such nonsense. You know, everybody, the sloganeering politics, though it has reached a special height today, has been around for centuries, not just in India. In every culture you go, there'll be some nonsense slogan that is used to hide some deep truth. And the repeated use of the slogan distorts the debate. It becomes easy to catch somebody with a 10 second or 15 second sound bite or some phrase or some slogan. Even yesterday we were in a debate where somebody said, 
அரசு வந்து இல்லை இந்த துறை வந்து சேவை மன மனப்பான்மையில் செயல்படணும் அதனால் எவ்வளோ நஷ்டம் வந்தாலும் பார்க்கக்கூடாது ஐ புஷ் பேக் ஹார்ட் அகேன் சார் நோவேர் இந்த கான்ஸ்டியூஷன் டஸ் இட் சே தட் ஐ ஹாவ் டு பி கம்பேஷனட் அண்ட் த ஒன்லி இண்டிகேஷன் ஆஃப் கம்பேஷன் இஸ் ஹவு மச் லாஸ் ஐ பே ஸ்மார்ட் பீப்புள் வில் பி கம்பேஷனட் அட் லோ காஸ்ட் ஆர் ஜீரோ காஸ்ட் ஆர் மீனிங் நோ லாஸ் ஆஃப் ரெவன்யூ ஆர் மினிமம் லாஸ் ஆஃப் ரெவன்யூ பிகாஸ் இட்ஸ் எ ஜீரோ சம் கேம் இங்கேயே நஷ்டத்தில் போயிருந்தேன்னா அப்புறம் சிற்றுண்டு திட்டத்துக்கு எங்கே இந்த நாலாயிரம் கோடியை கண்டுபிடிப்பேன் இட்ஸ் ஜீரோ சம் கேம் இட்ஸ் நாட் லைக் வி ஹவ் இன்ஃபினிட் ரிசோர்ஸஸ் ஸோ தெர் இஸ் நோ வேர் இட் சேஸ் தட் இஃப் யூ ஆர் கம்பேஷனேட் யூ ஹாவ் டு பி ஸ்டூப்பிட் ஆர் இஃப் யூ ஆர் கம்பேஷனேட் யூ ஹாவ் டு பி இன்காம்பிடென்ட் இன் அட்மினிஸ்ட்ரேஷன் யூ கேன் பி போத் இன்ஃபேக்ட் யூ ஷுட் பி போத் போத் கம்பேஷனேட் அண்ட் காம்பிடென்ட் இன் தட் சென்ஸ் ஐ வுட் சே யூ ஆர் ஸ்டார்டிங் அண்ட் லுக்கிங் அட் அ வெரி ஃபர்டைல் ஃபீல்ட் என்னை பொறுத்த வரைக்கும் Five years as an opposition MLA, one and a half years as a minister. There is so much room for improvement, so much. The numbers tell us we have already done a reasonable job in the last year and a half, and certainly an unprecedented improvement, at least at the core you know, numbers and statistics of deficit management, interest management, inflation management. a reasonable increase in revenues and balancing of the budget and so forth but if you ask me on a scale of 1 to 10 if the opportunity set uh, was that we started at 1 or 2 we are at 4 or 5 we still got so much headroom so many things that need to improve if we spend a rupee how much benefit are we really getting when we spend money are we spending it for the benefit of the citizens or some intermediaries in the way we have our agricultural subsidies and procurement model defined is it actually benefiting the farmers or is it benefiting middlemen these are all questions that i don't know the answer to after sitting in some form in the system for 6 and 1/2 years you certainly need to start looking at the core of these things There's so much to do. I think in so many fields that you have been assigned to, uh, we can certainly increase the impact on the market, impact on people's lives, impact on the average citizen, without having to raise additional taxes or cut uh, spending or find some you know, inflationary spending or things like that. I'll give you a classic example. in the field of agriculture what is our job what is our aim our aim is to ensure decent livings and incomes to farmers on the one hand and as low as possible costs to the consumers on the other hand that's the aim what we call in economic terms the reduction of dead weight loss that i want the producers to get the maximum possible and the consumers to pay the least possible if you look today that there's a huge gap what the average farmer gets the retail sale probably is 5x 10x 3x 6x so at some level there will be logistics cost there will be friction there will be transaction cost but those ratios tell you something is profoundly wrong and we know why it's profoundly wrong because the middlemen have high access to capital and have information on both sides they know what the supply looks like and they know what the demand looks like and they know who the buyers are and they know who the sellers are and therefore they can arbitrage the market 
every time we talk about msp or e procurement or forward trade or you know government subsidy all of these we are trying to mitigate the structural problem that the people in the middle have two sided information and much higher access to low, low cost capital so if our job is to make sure this, the farmers get a lot a lot of our efforts have failed in the in you know in msp applied in some of the northern states have led to skewed outcomes in many ways what makes it much more complex is that there is this gap if suddenly today crop a is very lucrative every farmer shifts to crop a let's say the crop cycle is 4 months what happens at the end of 4 months there's a glut all of a sudden it's not lucrative anymore so this information disadvantage gets amplified by the gap between intent and outcome of course there are many other things that could fail the water could fail the the crop could get flooded anything could happen so in these kinds of systems designing resilience designing uh, efficiency is a very complicated thing and i would say that most governments are in very very initial stages and so you look at the amount of headroom there is how much you can improve in the course of 2 years and i think if you start with that right mindset you there are no constraints you're supposed to tell us things we haven't thought about before you're supposed to ask questions that other people haven't asked before following the conventional wisdom and uh, following the you know clichés doesn't get us anywhere for that we could have done without you what you're supposed to do is ask difficult questions if somebody cannot answer you consider yourself successful because you've asked a question that has no immediate answer and you have one other great luxury in my time in corporate life i discovered very quickly that when i was an associate or a vice president if i asked profound questions it caused people to think and maybe answer me by the time i became you know senior vice president managing director senior managing director i asked questions everybody started getting nervous why is he asking the question what are the implications what will it affect my job what about the bonus pool so the higher up you go the more people get guarded and the more they start thinking what is the motivation for this question when you are young and you are low ranked everybody assumes you are only asking for knowledge so the odds of getting your questions answered are much higher when you are relatively junior and you at this point are relatively junior so uh in conclusion let me say that i think this is going to be a very exciting two years for you we certainly have a lot of hopes uh, we see this as a uh, very critical complement to the advice we get from you know highly qualified specialists and highly regarded uh, professionals around the world for various things because you bring something they don't and i know that you have crossed so many barriers that you have you have come from almost 24 25000 applicants so i know each of you must bring such a phenomenally great set of skills and perspective and aptitude and attitude that they are very fortunate to have you i hope you'll find your time here uh, enlightening but also enjoyable don't drive yourself too hard you know, life has many 
variables, many factors uh, balance your life. You're not going to change the world any one day. You can try. I'm sure when you're young, you feel you can. You will, but you're not going to do it in a day. So don't burn yourself out. But ask a lot of questions. Keep thinking. Why like this? Or why not like that? And uh, I wish you all a great two years. I'm sure you'll make us proud as a flagship class of this program. I once again congratulate uh, Mr. Uday Chandran, the director of the institute, for designing the program, going through the arduous process of selecting all of you. I congratulate you, your parents, for being successful. And I thank you for this uh, opportunity to talk to you. Thank you.